0: Hello, I'm Robert Washburn, and welcome to Consider This Northumberland, a current affairs program dedicated to the issues facing our community. We talk to the people on the front lines and those behind the scenes who make a difference in your life in Northumberland County. So I'm asking you, the listener, to take some time out of your busy day to consider this. 800 people are registered to receive help from the Salvation Army and other organizations for toys and food this Christmas. The Fair Share Food Bank is also seeing a rise in demand. The number of people using its services are up by 50% over last year. These are two of many organizations trying to help out those in need. On today's show, you will hear from both these organizations. First, Dick Colling, chair of the board for the Fair Share Food Bank, will describe the pressures it faces and the response to the increase in demand. You may also be surprised to learn that there are more young families with children that are accessing the food bank in Coburg and Port Hope. As well, the number of seniors coming to get assistance is also up. He will give us the full picture. Plus, he will address key issues about the future of the organization and its sustainability in these tough times. I am absolutely delighted to have Dick Colling, Chair of the Board for the Fair Share Food Bank, with me today. Welcome to Consider This, Northumberland.
1: Thank you, Robert, for uh, allowing me some time on your program.
0: Last week, Feed Ontario, which is a group of hunger relief organizations in the province, released its annual hunger report for 2023. It stated that more than 800,000 adults and children Access the food bank in Ontario between April 1st, 2022 and March 31st, 2023. That is nearly a 40% increase. As we enter this Christmas season, what are the numbers for fair share?
1: Well, uh thank you for drawing attention to that report because it really is something that we see uh locally as well in our community uh as you as the community may know uh fair share is a is a member of feed ontario so uh we uh support them in 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 advocacy and communication and, and provide them our numbers as part of their reporting uh, on behalf of the province so that really helps uh uh, the organization present a total story. Uh, each community, being different, uh, has its own challenges. When we look at our numbers and and our numbers uh, it, with all these numbers, it depends on when you start and finish the, the 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 clock. But to to keep it kind of simple for for our local community, our numbers are up about fifty percent compared to. Uh, same numbers last year so we're running about 50 percent higher uh, so needless to say we too are uh, kind of dealing with the challenges of food insecurity in Northumberland County and specifically in Coburg and Port Hope under where where we provide most of our service
0: do you happen to have the actual number of people that are using the food bank at this time
1: um it it, it varies obviously based on month to month, I would say that right now we are uh, serving approximately uh, 1,700, what we would call a unique individuals on a monthly basis.
0: And just for listeners who may not be familiar with the food bank, how often do you offer people uh, an opportunity to access food?
1: Yeah, so that, that's an excellent question. And, and that is a, an area where it varies significantly across Canada, uh, and it really is a function of the level of support that the community provides and obviously the, the, the needs within the community. Um, in, in general, uh, I would say that food, food banks across Canada typically would serve their, their clients, we call them neighbors, they're our neighbors, they're in our backyard, they're, they're in our community, uh, would be about once per month. And that's typical across Canada. Uh, over the last uh, two years, during uh, the pandemic, the organization's been very fortunate in being able to really not restrict that uh, to that extent and have basically support of the community coming uh, on, on a weekly basis or on, on a two week basis. So uh, we really haven't put uh, hard constraints on that, but that's typically what our neighbors uh, uh, come for support.
0: Has that changed recently? Because the last time I I spoke with the Fair Share Food Bank, um, it was actually a couple times a week people could actually come uh, to your facility and access access food. Has something changed? Um,
1: No. Separate when we are open... Uh, to serve uh, uh, food to the neighbors versus uh, how often they can come. Uh, we have definitely expanded our hours of operation uh, in uh, in Coburg, for example. Uh, historically, we were just open on a Wednesday morning, a Wednesday evening, a Friday morning. But we expanded to offer uh, support on a Saturday morning, as well as our uh, ongoing uh, delivery program on a Thursday. In Port Hope, we, we we serve on a Wednesday morning and a Wednesday evening, as well as we do a delivery program on a Wednesday afternoon. So, but the reality is everyone's uh, counted only once.
0: Now, that one time that they come every two weeks, how much food can they take away with them?
1: Well, it, it is a function of obviously what we have to offer and, uh, and how much we are able to receive from donations. And uh, what we have access to through the Northumberland County run uh, food for all uh, distribution warehouse, and and how much uh, we spend obviously on on based on donations uh, to support the organizations, and and so we typically try to provide three days, maybe four days worth of the the primary staples of of, of food consisting of proteins, dairies. Uh, canned goods uh, and, and thing, you know, obviously uh, what we'd like to think is a well-rounded menu uh, fruits and vegetables. Um, it, it's, it's, it's a shopping model. It is not a hamper model. So we, we put foods uh, uh, on the shelves and our neighbors come in and escort it with volunteers. They get to the shop uh, based on a menu.
0: So just so I'm clear, and so the audience is clear, what we're saying is, is that over a month, there are six days worth of food, not even a week's worth of food that people are getting from the fair share of food bank. And the rest of the time, they have to find a way to uh, feed themselves for the rest of the month.
1: Yeah, uh, food banks are obviously uh, an emergency food source right and, and and we do our very best to provide as much emergency food as we can um prior uh, to the pandemic if i can go back that far it doesn't seem that far ago uh the organization ran on a on a two week schedule right uh neighbors could come in once uh, every two weeks during uh the 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 pandemic we had the uh, Obviously, a lot of uh, support from uh, government programs and things like that, which unfortunately are winding down. And we were able to offer more than once every two weeks. We were able to be open every week for the neighbors. So there was a period of time when there really was obviously an abundance of of, of food that we could offer. But what we're seeing now, based on the, the increasing demand, the, the the challenges now the, the challenges exist. Can we sustain that operation? Right? Can we sustain that level of support? So um, so yeah, it, it's 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 kind of a an ongoing challenge on how much we can realistically do uh, based on the community's level of support. But uh, we're we're certainly very thankful for the level of support we get from the community because that determines really how much we can offer.
0: Have you noticed a difference in the level of community support, especially during the last year or so when we've seen rising costs of living, higher inflation, people themselves are struggling? Has that impacted your ability to receive donations, either monetary or in terms of food? Um, and, and, and that's been part of what you've just explained, a reason for your inability to offer food, more food more regularly.
1: Yeah, what, what I will say coming into the community is that this this community is is a very generous community. Uh, I think, uh, and not having uh, volunteered with this organization prior and, and looking at what other food banks do within the province and about the country, I was amazed. You know, from my very first day as a volunteer, on how well the community does support its local food bank, and and I think that speaks to the community. You get what you invest in, right? Um, what I would say from um, um, a level of uh, support during the pandemic, there were no food drives, right? There were no uh, big fundraising initiatives beyond what uh, uh, maybe organizations and individuals would would contribute on their own. Um, certainly over the last year, we have seen the level of donated food coming into the food bank, to be about par with last year, so the, the the donated food, be it at food drives, be it at uh, grocery store drop-offs, on a poundage basis, you know, kind of how we measure uh, food coming in, it's very similar. Uh, that is not really the the challenge. That level of outreach is there. The challenge is in the dollars, right? The dollars lets us uh, uh, put more on the shelf, and and there, yes, we 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 have seen. A, a decrease in, in donor support. Now having said that, most food banks, most charities and we're no exception, we, we we see a lot of the financial outpouring near the end of the year November and December right That's when uh, um, uh, the, the time for giving and thinking of, of charities uh, comes to the forefront and uh, we all, Let's face it. Compete for that uh, that messaging, um, and so we kind of look to November, December as hopefully determining how well we did this year and setting us up for hopeful continued success next year.
0: How much are you short by at the current time?
1: Um, well, we've 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 set our budget uh, at the beginning of the year, and we we manage as best we can to our budget but the reality is we're we're spending more than we had budgeted for for food this year uh, because of demand and th- i guess to put it simply um we we weigh all food coming in both purchased and donated and we have purchased about uh 100,000 pounds more worth of food uh this year than last year 100,000 pounds well that works out to about uh, $350,000 worth of food. Uh, we have the ability to kind of put a dollar value on a pound of food as uh, as uh, recommended by Food Banks Canada. So we have kind of a, a common yardstick. And so, yeah, that's kind of uh, more than we had anticipated.
0: So am I understanding you correctly that you're looking to raise $350,000 or is there another number in there somewhere that uh, indicates just how much you are in need. Well, t- t- t-
1: obviously, if we had that level of funding on an ongoing basis, we'd be able to sustain the the level of support that we've been able to offer going forward. But but we recognize that's a challenge, uh, a, a challenge for the community, uh, whether it be individuals or whether it be uh, be companies, because they're all kind of dealing with the the, the, the challenges. But yeah, that's that's the challenge.
0: So if somebody came along and cut you a check for $350,000 by the I, end of Christmas- you'd I would be... sleep
1: much better at night, I would, yes. Uh, as a, as primarily a volunteer organization, um, yes, we do have some staff. Uh, it is something that the board worries about, the staff worries about, and the volunteers who serve the neighbors think about, how sustainable is it? We were very fortunate to be quite candid to sustain an elevated level of support and service this past year, because we had a, a a single beneficiary donate a significant amount of funds that we really were able to not put in the bank, but put in food and put on the shelves. But that doesn't happen every year, right? And, and so looking forward next year, yes, if, if Christmas is, is generous and the community is generous, uh, we would be surprised, uh, but we recognize that that is not something you can plan on and
0: guarantee. So you're you're looking for a Christmas angel?
1: Uh, yes, and 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 maybe more than one angel, because we we can look at the the the, the, the task of running a food bank on a on a monthly and a yearly basis. But really, we, we want to think about this on a, as a longer term, right? Do we, do we have the, the, the reserves to run a couple of years out? Um, the reality is most food banks don't have that long uh, uh, a runway to look at. They tend to look a year, maybe 18 months in advance. We'd really like to be able to look a little further in advance and have some flexibility built in. We know as we're putting our budget together that we're baking in an increase in demand, we, 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 we would be naive not to assume that, given the state of the economy, concerns over maybe uh, employment levels and, and things of that nature, and the growth within Northumberland. So we're, we're, we're baking into our cake, our budget cake, growth, growth in demand and, and hopefully growth in, in, in donations and, and certainly a strategy of more fundraising next year.
0: Many people who turn to the food bank are not the kinds of people that we think. Now, the hunger report that we talked about earlier identifies a growing number of people who are working but do not have adequate employment or income earning opportunities that make it difficult to survive. Can you share some of the demographic information about the types of people who are coming in to use the food bank at the moment?
1: Well, that's an excellent question. Um, I would say the, the, the most shocking number that we're seeing uh, locally is a 120% increase in the number of new families with children uh, seeking uh, food support. That, that is, you know, obviously a, 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 a tough reality and one that really uh, has everyone focused to say, what can we do to kind of support that? That, that growing demographic. Our demographic is also one that speaks heavily to, to seniors um, to the point where this year uh, we we set up a, a, a special program to support our seniors with a, a special once a month uh, delivery to those who may be challenged to even come to a food bank in terms of food support, or have, have obviously their own challenges in, in reaching out for support. So it, it, I don't have a lot of the other demographics numbers in front of me, Rob, I wish I did, but the, 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 the shocking number is really the number of new families. And, and we know those new families are, are working, some of them are working, and, 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 and we saw that need, especially on a, on a Saturday morning. When we opened up the Saturday morning shift on, in Coburg, we saw those that were working that had a harder time coming on, during the week or during the evenings and uh that just reinforced that uh, uh the, the demographics is certainly changing uh the the demand is there and uh and obviously uh stretching out uh, the 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 hours uh, needed to, to 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 offer food and not have long lineups outside was another reason why we uh, we had it to add the Saturday
0: there are so many Appeals at this time of year, and we've alluded to that in our conversation. Now, many other organizations are appealing for food for Christmas hampers or other drives. How are these coordinated so people can feel that they're going to sort it out and know where their donations are going to do the most good?
1: That's an excellent question, right? Uh, because generosity comes in many forms and in many organizations. We I can say that we can only really speak to what we hand out, right? And as part of being part of Feed Ontario, we have a process, a process where we register the, the the neighbors that we are serving and how frequently we we are serving them. And so we have the the transparency of this of the statistics of of where our food goes and obviously in an anonymized format, right? I mean, we, we don't share uh, share that information. The the, the county uh, who is uh, who manages uh, the, the distribution warehouse has access to the numbers that all of the agencies that are a member of Food for All. And so they can look across the county and look at some of the other 11 other food banks and uh, food cupboards that are registered through the county and, and what they hand out and and who they hand it out to again to kind of uh, gain that, but we know that there are organizations that are maybe outside of that network that may be getting involved in in offering food support. I I really can't comment on how that plays out.
0: Well, maybe you can help us a little bit more. And uh, we see many efforts by local businesses, churches, individuals collecting food. Yeah. So, how can a person know where if the food is going to the Fair Share of Food Bank? So, if I go into a place, is there something that's going to indicate to me that this is for you guys and maybe not one of the other things that you alluded to?
1: Yeah, we, we'd like to think, and 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 we are endeavoring to try and ensure our logo, our our brand is is visible through food drives. And through uh, uh, drop-off hampers, right? I mean, that that's that is one way where we're, we're trying to partner with all the local communities to kind of help educate the community where it's going. You may see in some businesses um, uh, window stickers that we have made available to some of those that support us, where we, we thank them for supporting Fair Share. So that is another mes- method, but. If, if you're not sure, ask. We, we definitely know that some of the local uh, church groups are partnering with us. Um, we're, we're encouraging them to put our logos out there. We're trying to put, have our volunteers go out there and put our logo out there. I have to say it's a very trusting community. Um, and we see donations come in from church groups, from businesses uh, that run their own food drives. They don't ask for permission. They just do it out of the goodness of their heart. And uh, we keep a track of where all these dollars and foods come from, so we do have a donor list. And uh, and I know we are trying to improve our ability to kind of get our our, our branding and our messaging out there. But uh, that that in itself, with more food drives than during the pandemic, is also a challenge. Uh, Christmas brings us all sorts of surprises.
0: Does the food bank do a Christmas hamper, that is a Christmas Day meal, or do you distribute any additional items or holiday items during this time of year?
1: It's it's an excellent question. Uh, We do, as part of the Christmas holidays, endeavor to do a special menu at Christmas time. Because we offer a shopping model, we try and put additional food on the shelf. So one of the kind of smaller fundraising initiatives that's on in the community that we, we encourage, we have some small uh, local businesses involved in what we call our Turkey Drive, where for a $20 donation, we target those funds to add to the menu to do something special at Christmas. We, we try and do something special at Christmas, regardless of where those dollars come in. Uh, we 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 try and uh, provide the, the choice of uh, of a like a large chicken or a ham and and things that just make it special. Our volunteers make a special effort to kind of see if we can hold back some of those 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 cakes and cookies and those sweets that we 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 want to all share in times of plenty. Um, uh, we, we don't really hand out a special hamper program, uh, but when they shop there is definitely something extra than the traditional menu
0: now i know that the salvation army and other organizations uh are organizing toy and food drives they're doing the kettle drive all this kind of thing where does the food bank fit into those the uh, initiatives where people are registering and that kind of thing yep. can you can you paint that picture for us
1: Yes, uh, the Salvation Army obviously runs a very great program and Fair Share partners with them by helping them uh, capture those that are in need and and registering them as part of that program so they don't get lost, so they don't miss the opportunity. So, yes, it is a a Salvation Army-led program. Fair Share is proud and happy to be part of that program in in registering those who come to our food bank, who may not be aware that the Salvation Army is offering that, uh, that program.
0: As you look ahead, one of the items that was given attention in the hunger report was something called legislated poverty. In other words, social assistance provided by the government is not sufficient. People on Ontario works or ODSP Ontario disability support program, uh, is so low that people cannot afford food hence they are forced to use food banks what are your thoughts on that uh,
1: that's a complex and difficult question to answer right uh, as as anyone in the community is is probably trying to piece it together i personally look to what feed ontario captures in its report and puts out there for all of us to read and to understand because because they're gathering the 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 voices of all the food banks and 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 the and the comments that they're getting from those that are providing input into their reporting. So personally I I can offer my my recognition that they're focused on the right metrics. They're focused on the right things. We 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 definitely see aspects of income security as being a, a fundamental driver of them Coming to the food bank, absence of food security and uh, absence of income security, absence of sufficient income brings neighbors into the food bank. Uh, is it enough? I, I would say probably not, just based on what we're seeing. But you have to understand that we don't do any means testing. We don't. We don't ask for uh, uh, proof of income. We. We just if someone is in need of food. We offer food. That's our mission. That's what we're focused on. The 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 bigger questions on on, on the size and the level of support of these uh, programs. We try not to get into that kind of a discussion because that's not our that's not our strength, right? That's not our our mission. We we try and provide evidence of what we see. You know, at our food banks and and provide examples of the stories of. Of poverty and income security, the stories of examples of uh, need, uh, and, and 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 use that as our ways of adding to the to the public discussion, right? Because it is complicated, and I don't profess to be a, an expert in that.
0: But is there not a role for the Fair Share Food Bank to advocate, to uh, get out there and and say these are real issues, this is what's going on, point to things lo- like what the hunger report? points to and says, you know, there, these are areas that are lacking in the overall structure. I, I mean, don't you have an advocacy role locally?
1: Oh, oh absolutely. Advocacy is, is a is a role for every food bank. It's, it's kind of like any organization, capacity and capability to take that on, right? And how much energy and effort and, and resource can we commit to that task? What I can say is that Feed Ontario uh, has announced that they're taking their hunger report on a roadshow. Across uh, the province of Ontario, so they've selected about a half a dozen uh, food banks where they're going to tell more of that story uh, within those communities. Um, I just happened to scan just before uh, our conversation the list and, and of the food banks, and as you can imagine, they are the the larger food banks in the in the province. Uh, we see ourselves as a as a medium sized food bank. Uh, We are getting bigger. We are investing in its future. We know the community is growing. And so maybe in the future that roadshow will come to us. Uh, Mm -hmm. Short of that, we have to, leveraging our staff and our volunteers, to take aspects of that report and put it into the local context. And uh, given the report just came out last week, I haven't had a chance to read the whole thing myself. I've read the top line numbers and, and I've seen some of the arts and charts in that. And I'd say that we're not fundamentally different than all the other uh, food banks in the community. And so can we take that information to the community? Yep. Uh, so, so maybe in the new year, we can take some of that information and maybe even using your, uh, your, your channel to help, uh, tell a little bit more of the story in a little bit more detail. Um, and you know, in the detail of how, uh, uh, food for all sees it across the County because, uh, we're, we're, we're one voice uh, within the community.
0: What's next for the food bank?
1: What's next? I, I, I wish I could say that food banks will go away, but that's not a reality. I don't think anyone is, is naive enough to think that. What's next? We are trying to stay as focused as we can during our busiest time of the year, which is December. We see the, the outreach of the community uh, in donations and food support and our volunteers are doing and staff are doing the very best to, to offer as much as we can. Looking forward into 2024, we are looking at what the, 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 the scale of the organization needs to be to be sustainable as it grows. We're trying in the process of putting our together for 2024. Uh, we, we recognize that part of that is we have to invest, as we have in the past, in not only uh, ensuring uh, we put as much as we can into food, but also investing in other aspects of the organization, right? Uh, facilities, financing, tools and equipment, and staff. And, and to that end, uh, we are investing in, in the organization, For its 35 year long history, it has mostly been run with volunteers, a volunteer organization and a volunteer board, a working board. But over the last couple of years, there has been some strategic investments in staffing, staffing to kind of harness the talent that the volunteers bring, but provide some uh, continuity uh, of services and support. And so uh, one of the big things that we are doing uh, next year, is we are we are investing in staff. We are we just onboarded a new uh, filled a new position, an operations manager, a strategic investment. Some will say, "Well, you're spending on staff instead of food," and it's a tough decision to make. It was a tough decision for our board to make, but we also know because the demand isn't getting less, and 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 the needs to support the organization doesn't rely strictly on volunteers. The sustainability of the organization is dependent upon staff. We are making a strategic investment. A strategic investment, that's a tough one to make, but one that we also know, given the history of the community, its, its support, we're going to find the right balance, right, to, to ensure that it uh, it lives beyond the volunteers that are supporting it today and that new volunteers that come know that there's an organization that that knows what it needs to do. Uh, and so I think that's the, the big one. Budget, staffing, and, and the right level of uh of support that we can offer given what we hope to be a, uh uh is a generous holiday giving season.
0: Dick Calling, I want to thank you so much for talking to me today.
1: Thank you, Robert. I I'm I'm wondering if I may Take uh, uh, make a closing comment just on behalf of, of of myself and the organization. I volunteering on an organization on a board is not an easy task. Those that have done it in the past have done an awesome job. Those in the future will do a great job. I personally remain focused on a better future, a stronger organization that remains focused on its key message, its key mission. On behalf of. All those that volunteer with Fair Share and those that are volunteers and staff, we want to wish the entire community the best the holidays has to offer for everyone and to wish a happy and healthy and food-filled new year. As we all remain focused on feeding our neighbors, we ask that you think of Northumberland Fair Share Food Bank or any other food bank in your local community at this time. Thank you, Rob, for allowing me some time to share what I think about and what I know the staff and the volunteers think about.
0: Thank you for your time. That was Dick Calling, Chair of the Board for the Fair Share Food Bank. I want to thank my guests this week for talking to me, and I want to thank all the listeners for tuning in today. Please join me again next week when we will talk to the people on the front lines and those behind the scenes who make a difference in your life in Northumberland County